All right, all right. Yes. All right, all right. Turn that shit down. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. <clears throat> Always remember, folks, whatever you think about comes about. Whatever you focus on, well, that shit grows. What's going on, man? What's happening? I hope everybody's doing well. Um, you know, I keep I keep recording here, and you know, be honest. Sometimes I don't know why. Does that make sense? Like, why am I doing this? You know, podcasting's weird. Nobody pays you to podcast. You're just you're just it is pushing your intent out there, man. You're just like, hey, I think I got something to say that somebody else might want to listen to. And, I mean, you can get as complicated with the shit as you want, man. It could be you and a phone. That's like 99% of mine. I mean, like zero sophistication. What's funny, though, is that little handheld recorder and the ability to do that. And that, even though the camera, and you can go on there and you'll see people with 4G cameras and they got editors and they're following around. They're just producing their own fucking TV show. I can't do that. It's not my life, man. I mean, I guess I could. I could make a run at something like that. I just, I don't know. I don't know why, you know? And I mean, I guess you reach a bigger audience. Maybe I sell a few more books. Maybe that becomes, you know, and then then what? I got to push that every day. I got to pay for these cameras. (laughs) I got to pay for this studio. Yeah, I put out something new. And then you begin to build a grind around what was your voice or your opinion or your idea? You know what I mean? And so your self, I don't want to say self-worth, but your consciousness can get tied up into this activity. And I know you know what I'm talking about. You know, you, you may have an activity like that, meaning things that can grab our attention don't necessarily pay us. Like, uh, shit, I've played guitar better at times, not so good at other times, most of my life. And it's, you know, it's just an activity. Like it's just, I don't want to say waste of time, but you know what I mean? Meaning it's not productive time in the sense that I'm going to make money. But on one sense, I think it's kind of required because if you don't have these artistic things, if you don't have these things that don't pay you money that you're just pushing yourself into, you're, 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 you know, your joy the joy of just living maybe could escape you. And and maybe, maybe saying that is tough. Maybe that's wrong because maybe like I have a buddy, like his thing is starting businesses. Like that's what he loves. You know what I'm saying? Like me and you would be like, hey, you need to take a break. But like that's what he gets off on. And I don't mean that in some perverted way, but I'm just saying this is what gets him going. This is what makes him want to get up in the morning. Things that might me and you might see as trouble and chaos and like, wow, like you're worth $12 million. Why, why fuck with this? Because see, knowing what I know, you got 12 million bucks. Guy's fucking retired. You're making a nice living doing nothing. You understand that? I mean, you put 5 million in dividends. You're, you're making like 20 G's a month doing nothing. And that's like not even, you don't have to sell it, ignore all sell-offs, just sit at home. You're going to collect 20000 a month. And then you got another $5 million. And if you put a million in checking, this is my brain is doing this all the time. If I, I think all the time, if I had $12 million, my friend, I always think if I was you and I had $12 million, here's what I would do. I've been playing this game since I was a kid. 
And that's what gave me, I thought I said, again, hey, hey, let me speak into your life. I'm not telling you what to do. Let me tell you what I'm doing. It, it might benefit you. I've been doing that my whole life. And there'd be times where people say, wow, this guy sounds arrogant. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to share with you something that I think has value. Maybe it'll work for you. And I would get some weird perverse, not perverse, where, where is my brain? I would get some weird uh, 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 kick out of that, you know, and a guy come back and say, hey, 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 Gerald, I, I did what you said, man. Appreciate it. And I always kind of secretly felt like he owed me a little bit. Nothing big, like, but I could call that dude, you know? And that's a form of wealth. That might be the hustler's code, though. Maybe the people that know about that, what I just said to you about that idea. That's the hustlers. <laughs> you know, those kids. Shit, maybe you were one of them. I was one of them. Always hustling. It's kind of what we did for fun. When I was a teenager, 11, 12, 13, 14, we were always trying to make money. And that was just our thing. One of our friends would go, hey, uh... There's this guy, you know, I think about this now sometimes because I would literally go to my mom, show you how bad parenting was then, or, or maybe it was good. I don't know. I'd go to my mom and say, hey, there's this dude who has a paper route. He'll pay us 60 bucks if we ride in the back of the truck and fold the papers and then he'll yell it off 25 and we would jump out of the truck, run up to the newsstand, open the thing up, put the papers in, close it, run back, jump in the back of his truck. He had one of these U-Haul vans right? And we're in the back. Well, he's a grown man with a paper route. So he would hire me and my friend Brian, give us $60 each to work on Saturday. We get up at like 2 a.m., man. Usually stay up. 2 a.m. in the morning. You, you imagine a kid today getting up at 2 a.m. in the morning to go make some money. Dude, that was what we did. I didn't know that wasn't abnormal, you know? And so that's what I would go do. I'd Saturday, I go make 60 bucks. My friend would make 60. My friend Brian, shit, dude, often, because I had this ability as a young man, my friend Brian often be like, hey, hold my 60. Because he knew I was going to try to take the 120 and do something. And and I've been doing that my whole life, man. And and not to a level that like made you a fortune, but I was just all, this was just where my mind was, you know? Like we needed money. Because I knew money gave me space between me and the world, me and my mom, me and the school, me and the government, me and the law. Shit. If I got money in my pocket or if I got money in my account, if I got money invested, it gives me this sense of, uh, 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 it gives me a lift. It gives me a little courage that I can go into the world knowing that, that I've been stacking, that I, I'm trying, man. I'm trying, okay? And, and just because that, because I've been trying, it, it, it gave me a little courage. It, that's been my whole life. So the idea of investing and saving, that just makes sense. You know, just trying to do it. But back in the day when I was a kid, you couldn't stack 60 bucks in Bitcoin. I don't think people understand the, the possibilities here or the difference or the leveraging possibilities. I mean, you're 16 and you're smart. Dude, you go to your, like I have kids that listen to me. Some were friends of my son. But listen, go to your dad. You got to get a fucking brokerage account. Damn. I didn't do that till I was 30. No, 20. I had, a, well, I had mutual funds, you know, in my 20s. Not, not very much. Um, but I had, I had an interest. 
And I think back and I look back over that 10 year period and there were stocks, there were the modern day Teslas, there were the AT&Ts, right? There were things you could have done. There were, there, you know, you could have bought a car and fixed it up and flip it. That wasn't my thing. I'm just not mechanically inclined. I'm not mechanically inclined, you know, but I knew there, there were things that I could do. And I've been at that. And so as I'm leaving high school, now I'm a teenager and I had all these hustles in Alaska. I, I shoveled yards. I had a notebook with customers in, in, in Texas. I started mowing yards real early just because it was simple. It was an easy way to get money, you know? And, and I think now, dude, what if at 16, I could have bought Bitcoin. Someone could have showed me that. And every time I'm hustling, that dude gives me 30, I invested 30. What am I doing there? I'm just setting it up. So when I get to be 20, I got like 25 G's. See, when I got 25 G's and I'm 20 years old, I can leave the house. I can go out into the world and I got a little bit of sense of, okay, I'm going to be okay. And so it gives me a little bit of courage. It gives me a little bit of stability. And that's all that is. I didn't have any of that. My dad gave me $700 and sent me to the army. Good luck. I had money saved at my bank at home. That's it. I left home. My dad never paid a bill, a phone bill, a car bill. He never bought me anything. I mean, like adult shit. Never bought me a house. Didn't pay my cell phone bill. We didn't have cell phones. My dad paid for nothing but food and clothing, I guess. I don't really, honestly, because I was making money as a teenager and my mom wouldn't buy shit. Like I wanted Metallica shirts and Aussie shirts and crazy shit. You know, kids, like, right? I wanted fucking oh, long hair. And my mom didn't want, you know, she didn't want to pay for that, but she wasn't against it. But she's like, I'm not buying that stupid shirt. So shit, I'd make money, I'd buy it. And it's like a little status symbol of teenagers, you know, dumb shit like that, right? And don't make fun of it because as adults, we do it too with, you know, you got a BMW. You don't have $100,000 invested, but you got a BMW. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And I did that. Here's what I do. I join the army. I go to the army. <laughs> and, you know, I did some shit to get in trouble. So I had to, you know, I was already leaning that way. And me and my dad had made a deal. I tried college and time I was playing music, guitar. So I went for music and college just wasn't my thing. I hated it. So long story short, I'm going to the army and I leave. That's it. Parents never pay for me again. I get married to my high school sweetheart. Stupid move. Really, really, really dumb. We immediately have a baby. On the way into the army, I'm given a $25,000 bonus. Now, you don't want to know what $25,000 invested, compounded today, just left in the S&P 500. How much money would that be right now? Oh, dude, we're going to do this on the thing. I got a $25,000 tax-free bonus to join the Army because of this job that I did. I was a combat engineer. Now, I don't regret it now, but this is a dude that puts in fucking landmines who puts in obstacles on the battlefield. Your entire job is to stop the other enemy or to take out theirs. Meaning if our army runs up on a minefield, they want us to make a hole through it. So you're the dummy going to go out in the minefield. That was my job. And they gave us $25,000 to sign up for that job. That seemed like a pretty good job. Because I said, well, I'm going to be in the army, what, four years? Right? And he said, yeah. 
Okay, so if I do a different job, I don't get the 25 G's. Divide 25 G's by four, that's a pretty nice little bump, meaning I make more going in off the bat. So that just made, I'm just, you know, see, I had that part of me. I'm thinking like that, like double money, get money, make money. Why? Because I have money. So if you have more money, you're, you're good. Again, it gave me a sense of I could do anything. I could, or at least I had time to think about it. I would be able to make the wise decision. I wouldn't be pressured. And for me, the more money I have, the easier it seems to make money. The more money I have invested, the more money I want to invest. And so it just, it gave me this, this courage to go forward, this endure, like, you see what I'm saying? It, be, it was part of the process. It was part of the process. Well, guess what I do? I don't invest it. I go buy a Mercedes, <laughs> pay cash. I buy a $25,000 car. This is in the year 1989. I buy a brand new, well, it's one years old, or maybe it was two years old, Mercedes. Within a year, I'm in Iraq. My wife's driving it, becomes ex-wife. Long, well, long story short, I get drunk and wreck the Mercedes, drunk driving. How about that? Universe steps in. I end up not getting in trouble. That's a whole nother podcast. I stay in the military. I rise up. I get promoted. Apply myself. That incident kind of woke me up, so to speak. Let's do compound calculator. I'm curious so how much money. Compound interest calculator. There's The government one has a good one. Initial investment. Let's do this live here in the recording. $25,000. We got shit to do. I get it. $25,000. Monthly contribution will be zero. Length of time. So that would have been, <clears throat> what is that? 40, oh, not 40 years. Is that 40 years? 30 years. 30 years. Estimated interest rate will do 9%. We'll do it semi-annually. Calculate. That'd be $350,000 right now. Think of that. When the Army gave me a $25,000 signing bonus, if I would have had presence of mind to say, listen, let's double this. How do you double 25 grand? If I gave you 25 grand and said, hey, I need you to double this for me, what is your plan? You could do it through growth stocks. That works. Actually does. It does. Now, you got to have a plan. You can't just roll up and buy one stock. I mean, you could if you get it right. Should you? you could 10x it. I bought stocks at 10x, uh, you know. Last year, I had a stock day 2,500%. That makes up for a lot of losers. I mean, you just catch one stock a year that does 2,000%. It makes up for a lot of dumb decisions. You understand that, right? So sometimes people, you know, I run a thing called the Money Flow Trading Society. It's a little private group. We're traders. And we hang out and talk in Discord, and I text them things that I'm doing in the markets. And, you know, let's say a guy doesn't take that trade, but he takes the other one. The other one's a loser. Me and him inside the same group looking at the same information could have different results, you know, and that's the way you want it. Why? Because he might have intuition. He might believe in one that I don't see. And that's the universe talking to him. I'm not all infallible. Sometimes I'm not listening. And he buys a stock and it goes up 10,000% and he makes a bunch of money and it changes his life for the better. That gives him courage. And then he goes out and he's able to do more 50%, 100%. He develops his plan. He builds it out and he makes a business and he begins a person who makes money with money. That was my goal, man. I wanted to figure out, like, how do you make money with money? You know, I became addicted to that early on. And business, that's what business is. Business is making money with money. You understand that, right? I mean, it takes money to go in business. 
So it makes borrowing money so hard in business. It's because immediately you're going backwards. You owe on that money. See, the difference between borrowing on money that you have to then put in labor and work and make work versus going and taking borrowing against money into an already defined system is different. Like, it's not the same risk tolerance. You understand that, right? Like, you could open a restaurant, and that restaurant may do great. Well, it's going to take money, right? You're going to have to paint it and decorate it. Like, that money comes from somewhere. It's either your cash and investor's cash, or you borrowed it from the bank, who's now the investor. And so the bank is investing in you, and they're going to want some collateral. Well, what is this here? On paper, this is just making money with money, man. You can make money with money in different industries. You could do it in the law, you know, in insurance and law and, you know, tattooing and, and mechanicing, you know, mechanical, like you could be work on cars or a car shop or restoration, remodel, right? You could do it in real estate. Well, I'm not the brightest guy. I'm not technically hand, I'm not like a tech guy. I'm not like mechanically inclined. I can read good. I understand history. I can see arbitrages. I can see the rotations in society coming at times, but it, it's not infallible. And I began this quest of making money with money, putting money to work and trying to invest it and collecting dividends and buying real estate. And even in the book business, like I'm in the book business right now. I've been in the book business my, for 20 years as, a, as an adult. Most of my life, I've sold books in one fashion or another. Why? Because I started doing it as a kid. As a kid. See, most people do the book game wrong. I made a book when I was 12 years old. It was pictures, <clears throat> a little bit of writing, got to cover the whole works like a kid's book, right? Listen to what I did. And instead of going and getting a publisher, because it, was, you know, it wasn't good, right? Had some poems in it and pictures and cool cover. I went and found a guy who could print it. And I said, here's what we'll do. I said, what is the least number of these you could print for me? And he said, at the time, I think it was like 40. So I had the guy print 40 of these books and it cost us, I don't remember, it was a couple bucks per book, right? And I said, here's what we'll do. We lived in Juneau, Alaska. We'd go stand on the corner and say, excuse me, ma'am, we're, we're trying to raise money by selling these really beautiful children's books. They're only $5. That's the pitch. Excuse me, ma'am. We're trying to raise money. Now we're kids. I'm not implying that we're raising it for charity or for school, but that's what people assume, right? So I'm playing on people's assumptions. It's, you know, it is what it is. I'm 11 years old or nine years, whatever it was, like 11 or 12 years old. And they'd buy it. And we would make like two, three dollars a book. And then I began to like combo them, like three books for blah, blah, blah. Or if you want to buy one for your, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we began to work on the pitch and we would just pitch everyone. Me and my friend Brian would do this. And soon my, my mom comes in. I've got books. I got stacks and stacks and stacks of these, this fucking book. It's just a book I made. Literally stole the images. Stole the wording. Like, I'm not even aware there's such a thing as copyrights and shit like that. I put together this book. I get this printer, this dude, to print it for me. You know, it's like a print shop in a, a, a bad neighborhood. He prints the book for me, and we go out and start selling them. We sell thousands of these fucking books as a kid. And my mom is like, how can, what, what, I don't understand. Like, my mom, you know, because she's thinking a book, you got to have an author. You got to have a publisher. and you know, No, no, no. I just... Pushed my intent into the universe. So a lot of these ideas I began to talk about, like, like that's where it came from. Like just me living and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You should make sure, try to do this. Try to do this with something if you can. So I've found selling what I know or selling a process or a thought or an idea is a great way to make extra money.
because other people are looking for ideas. Like I buy books, I buy courses, right? Like I've bought tons of shit from like Grant Cardone. I brought tons of shit from gurus you never heard of. People on Amazon, I'm looking through and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I buy it. Shit, he might give me some ideas, right? Uh, through trading, I bought hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books and courses. Like I just buy them. You know, I'm not going to pay a ridiculous sum, but if a guy's got a book and it's like 40 bucks, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'm buying them all the time. That's how I got into chart analysis. And like, you know what I mean? Like I began to follow my passion and every one of those books, I appreciate what they did for me, but none of them followed me up. None of them gave it to me in a bigger picture. None of them gave me the background behind it or why they even began trading. You know, John McGee's never sent me an email. He's never DM'd me. The guy that owns stockcharts.com, you know, he didn't talk to me, <laughs> you know. I joined this guy. He had a trading service. He puts out stock picks. He's a super short-term trader. And I was like, you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to just sign up for this shit. And every trade he sends me, I'm going to take it. I'm just going to buy 10 shares, 500 bucks worth. $20 stock, he says it. Shit, I'll buy, you know, 20 shares. I'm going to take a $500 trade in every fucking pick this guy gives me. And okay, we're in. Dude, we're in. We're out. 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 We're not building shit. It's just in and out, in and out all the time. And I'm looking, I'm like, damn, that's a lot of work. And it, we would be moving in. I'm like, this is stage two breakout. Why are we getting out? And we'd be getting out. And then it, I'd watch it with the money flow. It would just go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And this guy would never get the 2,800% trade I got in the stock last year. He never would have stayed in. And I'm like, how the fuck do you get rich like this? You can't. Going in and out, 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 in and out for pennies. A dollar that you could lose like that and I began to realize this is not a path and I've tried those so many times with so many different people short-term things and I've just never seen it work I've never seen it work you know there's nothing wrong with capitalizing on big moves to lock in some gains you catch a home run or a hit you do that that's different than, than what this guy's doing all in all out and I figured he was making his money on the churn I don't know how many subscribers he had. He rarely talked to me. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's on me. I didn't pursue it. I'm sure there's plenty of people. Shit, they probably say that about me. I don't know. Um, wasn't exciting. Didn't feel like a family. Didn't feel like we were talking about anything else. You know, you hang around me long enough. I'm a, you're going to get the idea. I want you to get out of debt. Shit, I want you to own some rentals. I want your business to work. Like, I want you to be rich. I want you to be thinking about being rich. I like everyone around me. Why? Because then you're going to have ideas for me, man. Damn. Like, I want people all over the world to go, hey, Gerald, look at this. And I might not respond necessarily. Maybe I just double click on it. Maybe you show me. Because, listen, I get a lot of them. But I look at all of them. And I think, do I have a feeling? I mean, I'm open to the universe. For see like, I've had this happen so many times that I don't even need to go into it, you know? Like, how did I know to sell books? Well, guess what? As I sell books and I go forward, I get out of the army, right? buying books, buying books, buying books, buying books. I get into direct sale business. In the 90s, you could still do shit through the mail. <clears throat> and um, I start doing, you know, okay at that, decent at that. I write a little book, a little informational pamphlet. It's just information, like how this works. And I began to run these ads and I put it in this book and then I have, I have enough sale to sell another one. And what that allowed was I, I wasn't selling many, man. I'd sell one, two, three books a day. 
But listen, they were sending in cash through the mail, $20 or $40. So the option on the flyer on the ad that ran was for information. And then I'd send them out a, 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 the information, which was like a four page report. And in the report had a thing for, yeah, uh, uh, send me, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm still interested and it was free or no, it was two bucks or send me your report. It was five bucks or send me your book, which was like 40 bucks. And I began to mail that. We'll get, dude, law of numbers. Every day, it was $20, $60, $80, $100. And I'm mailing out these reports and, I'm, and the report sells the book. I'm literally just selling a book through the mail. Meaning I took money and I ran an ad. You could do this back in the day. I ran an ad. I used to run an ad every Sunday in the USA Today. Right? And boom, 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 had a subject in my ad that offered this free report. And when you would, you would call my number, I had an 800 number. You'd call and leave your name and address. I'd go listen to it. I'd write them, put their thing into an Excel sheet. I would then literally handwrite their name on an envelope. Right? It was computers were way more complicated than, and then I would send them out the four page report that I'd already printed and had stapled and I had hundreds of them set up. Right. And so then I got it set up where they were all, I got the printer who could print and fold them and put them in the envelope for me with my return envelope. And so I would listen to the call, write their address on the thing, type it into Excel, hit delete, listen to the next one. Right. And I had this sheet. Well, as I would begin to mail, what I found is about for every hundred that responded, you know, I was collecting X number of $20 bills, $40 bills. Right now I'm in business. I'm taking in more money uh, uh, and I'm profiting from the sale of the book. So I'd run an ad, pitch in my book. You know, you get four, basically four pages of, of what it's about free. Boom, they do it. I mail to them. I send them a little four page sales letter. And if enough of them respond, I send a hundred and six people say cool. And it costs you $40 to print and, and, and you know, run the ad. You, know, you, you figure out what your cost is. As long as you're making more, you're making money. Well, I began to do it as I played with the writing of the ads. I all of a sudden I began to sell more books, and I got that where I was making like two hundred dollars every day, day after day after day. On top of, I'm running my lawn care business where I've got you know like two thousand dollars in clients. Not it's not a full time job. It's just like making money with money. I got to have a lawnmower. I got to have time. I got to have a truck. That shit costs money. How much money can I make mowing when that money comes in? Does that pay for the truck, the lawnmower, and give me a profit, right? Oh, and I got the book thing going. Well, I take the book idea to the internet. While fucking with the internet, I come across this idea of search, of, uh, uh, in Google, the search engines, AdSense. And I began to run ads for other books and informational products and things like that, different things that had affiliate programs that you could bid on keywords. That lasted about a year, and that went away. And as I'm going through these things, you know, I've get, gotten out of the army and, and I'm 29 years old and I started, you know, I come across the information that I order, a book that I get and, and about getting out of debt and investing and it gets me back on that bug. And that's how I get back into the stock market. And then I really, I bump into a guy who pitches me the idea. He's like, man, you really want to make money. You just need to buy real estate. And I had heard this, but he starts to write it down 20% down, go get a house and put, you know, put people, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, once you set it up, it's just free money. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like I'd never heard it pitched like that. He's like, no, real estate is like, it's a dumb man's business. And I'm like, shit, I like dumb people businesses. If you show me a business that you can be dumb and make money, I like that. Why? It means I ain't got to be that smart. A lot less pressure. And you're saying there's a certain way. You're saying me there's a pattern. I can go do it. And he's like, yeah, 700 credit score. Okay, check. 20% uh, down. Uh, okay, check. 
How do you find a house? Uh, look on the MLS or realtor.com, right? Check. All right. What, I, you got to know the rents in your area. Mm, okay. Go to realtor.com, click for rent, check. All right. Do those numbers work? Go look at a 30-year loan, 4.5% interest with 20% down. There's going to be a number. And that number plus your property taxes plus your insurance plus any HOA fees. Hopefully you don't have any. You need to be able to rent it for more than that. And how do you find your rent? Go, go to realtor.com and put in for rent. It ain't hard. Like you see what, what are other people renting for? What is a two bedroom rent for you? In about 20 minutes, you can know about in this area of town, it rents for like 900 and over here in the really nice area, it rents for 1200 and over here in the, you know, it rents for blah, blah, blah. It's not that fucking difficult and you can only do it where you are. So you look around and you say, what is shit rent for? And if you want to go up the risk curve, you can go into real, to commercial real estate, but you have to be smart to do that. And I'm not smart. I didn't want to play a smart man's game. I want to play a dumb man's game. People think I'm, they get that twisted. You know, Gerald, you could do this with your leverage. You could pull it out and then you could roll that into a, a syndication and you could put that into a, you know, a REIT or you could arbitrage that into an apartment. Like they start telling you all what smart man games. That wasn't why I got in real estate. I didn't get in real estate to have 10,000 units to become a billionaire. I got in real estate because he told me really stupid people can make money in real estate. It's super simple. And he showed me a really easy way. And he said, go buy small houses, like two bedroom houses. Those you can paint yourself. You can paint a two bedroom house in one weekend if you really got at it. In two weeks, I mean, you could have it fixed and clean. This is something that you and your family could do on the side. It was so simple. And I was like, all right, cool. That's what I'm gonna do. I didn't overthink it. And I just went out and started buying them. And I'm still doing it to this day. I just bought one here not too long ago. Same fucking strategy. I go to realtor.com. What are the rents? Okay, now I know my top end number. If it's 950, I can only collect 950. Now I need my mortgage and my taxes, my insurance, and my you know any and about $70 for maintenance. I need that number to come in under the 950 so that the, what's under is my profit, my margin. And I need that to be at least $100 or more. Minimum. I mean, prefer 200. Let's be real, but 100 or more. That's a dumb man's game. That's it. I just gave you the whole game. It's that simple. That's it. That's all you got to know. Like that's not four years of college, right? That's not engineering. That's not physics. That's not putting a spaceship in the space, right? What I just described to you can be learned. I just told you. Like you don't have to be an engineer. Which means a lot of you know a lot of shit. And in order for you to capitalize on it, to get the money out of what you know, your skill set as an engineer, you're going to have to work every day and they're going to pay you for the job or per hour. And you're going to grind it and grind it and grind it. And you're going to make a lot of money. But you have to get up and make the money. See, in the dumb man's game, you make money, you put it into there, it makes money for you. So now you're making money and it makes money. Now you go do that again. What if you do that 10 times? Your income, you're now being paid twice what normal engineers are being paid. So what could you do? Shit, drop part-time. Quit if you wanted. Or keep pushing it and get rich as fuck. Like that is available to everyone in this, in this world. What has happened with the, I, the middleman is broke down. 
There is no commissions. There's nothing to keep you out. You can do syndications. You can learn all about that on the internet, on a fucking smartphone. Sit there and apply. You can invest in art and stock market. You can research stocks and technology. You can get newspapers and magazines and newsletters and blogs that are all on the latest technology. And then just constantly stay on top of that. And what funds and what traders and what institutions follow that and get their periodicals and go look at their websites. You could just be aggressive as fuck with the goal of trying to get rich. And there's people that do that. I'm not that smart, you know. So I always go after what's already been done. You get it? This stock already works. We know people go there. So when it goes below value, I buy it. When it goes above value, I sell some. That just seemed easy. That seemed easier than trying to keep up with the latest technology. I'm not saying I won't try that game, but I'm saying there's also the dumb man's game. When Coca-Cola gets too cheap, you buy some. When it gets a little expensive, you sell some. That game's been here for the whole fucking time. The whole time. I open this with, if I would have put $25,000 into the S&P 500 when they gave it to me, instead of being a dumbass and putting it into a car that's now in a fucking, in a, in a, in a dump somewhere, and that money's fucking zero. Most people turn money into zero. They eat it, sleep with it, buy shit with it, give it away. They do anything they can not to keep their fucking money. And the, when you do that for over your entire life, you die broke. That's the reality. And when you realize the, 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 the honor and, and, and the energy and the human, human ingenuity that is available in units of money, when you take them and put them into enterprises or give it a chance to go out and multiply, when you begin to do that, you what? You leverage yourself. And it's only through leverage. See, the reason the business owner gets rich is he's not doing all the work. He's working. He's at the business. He's in the business. He's working on the business. But every time you're there, you're making him fucking money. And the moment you're not, you're out. Business is about making money with money. Whatever the product or whatever the service. You take money and you buy the raw materials you need to create your product or service. You buy the trucks and the machines and the gas and the electricity and the insurance. You hire the people. You deal with the fucking taxes. You do all of that stuff in order to go out there and multiply. Because you're trying to grow. Right? Right. That's why business owners become the richest people in the world. After bit, listen, if your goal is to be as rich as possible, you have to own a business. Let's say you don't. You're not going to. That's not your option. What's your next option? Right. Something that you sell. For me, books was simple. Right. <clears throat> that was easy. Something you sell. Salesmen rule the world. See, the thing about a salesman, if you sell something, if you have the ability to sell, if there's a product that you can get that you didn't have to produce, you didn't have to buy for it, you're just the guy selling it. You're just pitching it. And every time you get a caught, you get a lead, you get a capture, you get a sale, you get a conversion, you get money. And you just have this thing going. Boom, 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 boom. Salesmen make shit tons of money. Most of the time, you'll see the people who are the richest, they either owned a business or they sold their business. What is that? Salesman. He created the product to sell it. That's the ultimate payoff. But if you can find the wedge, meaning you're not having to create the product, you just get paid to sell the product and you get a bunch of money, then your income is unlimited. But when you go to a job, you're like saying, okay, I'm going to make $12.50 an hour. This is it. It's $12.50 an hour. In order to get out of that, you got to leverage. And the only way to do that is to leverage into business. You have to leverage into the energy of other people or make money with money. That's the same thing. Man, I hope that helped your insight. Um, 
I know I was all over the place today. Um, appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I, like I said, sometimes I wonder why I'm doing it. Um, hope it helps you.